I'm Levy. I want to be close to the ladies. Rabbi say the Gemara Rosh Hashanah on Tesayin Amud Aleph. The Gemara Rosh Hashanah says as follows: Ba'am Rabbi Yitzchak. Rabbi Yitzchak says, "Lama Taikim Rosh Hashanah. Why do we blow on Rosh Hashanah?" So the Gemara says, "What do you mean, Lama Taikin? It's a pasuk. Rachman Amar Teku." Se'el of the Gemara tries a few habits. The Gemara ends up asking, why do we blow twice in Rosh Hashanah? Just to understand, we have a mitzvah daraisa to blow nine sounds in a couple of weeks. There's a mitzvah daraisa to blow nine sounds. We do not know. The daraisa is to blow a tkiah, trua, and a tkiah. We don't know exactly what a trua is. It's a machloikis. There are three shitas. We blow 30 sounds to get the nine sounds. So the Daraisa's nine sounds to blow three times Tkiya, Trua Tkiya, three times Rosh Hashanah, is a mitzvah Daraisa learned from Psukim. We don't know those nine sounds. We blow 30. We have three different types of Truas. We have that quick da 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 da. We have the slow, duh, 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 and one sheet holds its both. It's a machlaikas, what type of cry it is. I'm not, before Rosh Hashanah, we're going to talk about these three sheetas. I don't want to talk about it now. What I want to say right now is we blow 30 sounds to do our derisa of nine sounds. We blow 30, and within those 30, we for sure got the right nine sounds. We'll discuss, trust me, a lot more details closer to Rosh Hashanah. But we blow, an ex- we blow actually a hundred sounds. Why do we blow a hundred? Forty of them are a minog. The minog, what it's based on, again, closer to Rosh Hashanah. Thirty of them are a of daraisa. Thirty of them, the Rabbanan said, do the daraisa twice. So thirty of them are the Rabbanan. Ask the Gemara Rosh Hashanah, why would we do the daraisa twice? Why do we do 60 sounds? Do 30. You did your daraisa. What are you doing your daraisa twice? That's the Gemara Rosh Hashanah. Answers the Gemara. Says the Gemara, Vasatan, three intriguing words. Every word of Gemara is MS and giving over a truth. Says the Gemara, the Satan, the prosecutor. The Satan is the name of the angel who prosecutes us. He says our flaws on Rosh Hashanah, the Yom Adin in front of Hashem. It confuses him. It befuddles the Satan. He gets befuddled. Why is he confused? Because we blew 60 sounds. Instead of 30, you did 60, and the prosecutor gets confused. Says Rashi, what does this mean? Says Rashi. When he sees that we love mitzvahs, it makes him shut his mouth. The Satan, the prosecutor, prosecutes our flaws when he hears, when he witnesses that we like mitzvahs. We only had to blow 30 sounds. And us crazy people blow 60. We like so into the mitzvah. That shuts down. It confuses the prosecutor. Now this is a Gemara. What in the world is being said, my friends? 
What does it mean? The angel is an angel. Angels are very smart. By the way, angels know Gemara also. So he never like got wise to this. It befuddles the prosecutor when we are very, very into mitzvahs. It befuddles him. He doesn't know what to do. Now the Afla, the Afla says something brilliant. I'm going to tell you that flaw, but we're going to get very deep and practical today. You'll hear in a few minutes. Please bear with me. The flaw in his introduction to his Sefer says that when you do tshuva out of love of Hashem, your averis become mitzvahs. It is not some magic. I'm throwing things out that we are going to study. But it says when you do tshuva me'ava, every flaw of yours, yours, every flaw of ours becomes a mitzvah. There are people who feel it's very common today, a lot of shame about things they did when they were younger. It is a fact, a fact, that they are going to be rewarded for every misdeed they did. Somebody does tshuva out of love of Hashem. Every misdeed turns into a mitzvah. You get rewarded for it. It sounds magical. It's obviously part of your process of growth that you work through, that you resolve, every misdeed is a fact. What says in Gemara is true will be rewarded. Says the Afla, you have to visualize, I'm a very visual learner. The prosecutor is bringing the virus. He's saying, this guy, you know what he did when he was 15? Do you know what he did? He says to God. God says, yeah, what did he do? And the prosecutor, mainly sinister, says he did this. And God all of a sudden starts giving the guy merits. If you do tshuva me'ava, if you do tshuva out of love of Hashem, so Averis become mitzvahs. Says the Afla brilliantly, it befuddles the prosecutor. He has no idea what to do. His job is to say our flaws. The problem is that if we love Hashem, then the flaws become mitzvahs. So it's ma'arve v'asatan, the guy whose job it is to say our flaws gets all befuddled. And what makes us do tshuva out of ava? What is the sign that we're doing tshuva out of ava if we love mitzvahs? For mechavev mitzvahs. Amazing, brilliant tafla. I want to share a different visual. Please picture with me. Please visualize. My brother is a lawyer. Very good one at that. A brilliant Talmud Chacham and a very good lawyer. And he, he, he presents cases. He's a well-respected lawyer, Baruch Hashem. And my brother... Presenting clay cases, I visualize two lawyers going at it. One's the prosecutor, one's the defendant. One's representing the one who's making the claim, one representing the defendant. What is the worst thing for a lawyer? Is that you want an impartial judge, and each lawyer is trying to sway the judge to their side. What would totally mess up any lawyer? and get him to just be like, this is ridiculous. If he saw the judge's boys with the other side, if the judge is close to the other side, they're just boys, so then you're trying to like prosecute, what is the worst thing you can find? That the judge favors the other side. So listen to what Rev. Aaron Cutler said. Please listen to Rev. Aaron Cutler, everybody. Azari, I want you to hear this. Listen to Rev. Aaron Cutler. There's a Gemara in Brachas, Tavchafam Beis, it says as follows. It's a Gemara Chafam Beis. The Gemara says, Darish Rev Avira. Rev Avira Darshan, the following Drasha. Sometimes he quoted Rev Ami, sometimes he quoted Rev Asi. Amru Malchei Asharei Slifnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
The angels say to God, Rabbeinu Shalala, master of the world, you wrote in your Torah, Yonatan, that a judge should not show favoritism. A judge is forbidden from showing favoritism, Ben Sion. There are two litigants, they have to be the same to you. You're not allowed to favor one, you're not allowed to like one better, it's forbidden. Ask the angels Tashem, you're the Diana MS, you're the ultimate judge, and you show favoritism to the Jewish people, to us Yidin. Why? Because it says in your Torah, the Kaihanim Benchas, Yisra Hashem Panavecha, that Hashem should do Nisias Panim. The Kaihanim bless us. Yisra Hashem Panavecha. What does Yisra Hashem should show his face to us? Nisias Panim means favoritism. The Kaihanim bless us. God should show you favoritism. You should be God's favorite child. He should show you favoritism. Asks the angels to God, you command judges, you're not let to show favoritism. And yet you're hypocritical. You yourself show favoritism to the Jewish people. This is hypocrisy. Yisa Hashem Panavelecha. The Kayanim Saitas Hashem should show us favoritism. And you yourself say a judge is not let to show favoritism. Answers Hashem. Says Hashem, Omar Lahem, God says, I can't help it. What do you want from me? I shouldn't show favoritism. And what does Hashem say? I told them to bench only if they're satiated. Bench if you're satiated. Satiated, many Rishonim means you have to drink also. You have to be fully satisfied. There are Rishonim, I advise this if you ever wash, drink by that meal. There are many Rishonim, the Ramah brings these Rishonim, that if you're still thirsty, you're not Yaitse Benshin Midaraisa, you're not Mechoyiv to Bench Midaraisa. So a good Ben Torah, when he washes, also drinks. This way he's satisfied, now he wants a Mitzvah Daraisa. We are born for Mitzvahs. So it says, V'achalta b'savata. Mitaraisa, you have to be satisfied. Yet the Yidin are machmir, and we bench if we just have a kezayis. So they're so from, and they do my mitzvahs more than I asked, so I show them favoritism. Explains Rev. Aaron Cutler, if we show God favoritism, he mirrors back and shows us favoritism. Us being very careful with mitzvahs is in a siyas panim Tashem. We are showing Hashem favoritism. If that's how we relate to him, he relates to us back that way. A father once told me, I was talking about a situation with his son and another son, and a different boy, his son and another boy. So the father said, I have no bias to my son. He was like trying to impress me. He said, I'm not biased to my son. I said, you are a sick man. If a father is not biased to his son, has, is, is a very ill person. Of course, I am very, very happily biased to my sons, 
100. The best thing in a tournament is in the finals. There's one son on each team. That's what you hope for. Otherwise, you have a bias. You're biased. Now, you could fight your biases, but you are biased to your son. For anybody to say, I'm not biased to my son, is either sick or a liar. Take their pick. But of course, a father should, a healthy person, have a bias to his son. When we relate to Hashem as a son with love, then he is biased towards us. So when Hashem says in his Torah, a judge should not show favoritism, and the angel said, God, you do that, Hashem says, what do you want from me? They behave as a son to me. I have no choice but to be a father to them. And Hashem shows Nesiyas Panim when we show Nesiyas Panim to him. When we apply ourselves like a Ben, how do you show that love of Hashem? Mitzvahs. Hashem said bench when you're full. We bench when we just have a kezayis, a measly olive of bread we bench already. Because we show what we love Hashem. How do we show it with mitzvahs? We show Nesiyas Panim. He shows Nesiyas Panim back to us. That's a Gemara and Brachas. Says Rev. Aaron Cutler brilliantly, the Rosh Hashiva of Lakewood, the one who was the Rosh Hashiva of Lakewood, who really was started, was really instrumental in the entire Bentayra movement in America that we witness today. Of so many young light and B'nai Torah sitting and learning. Rev. Aaron was a big part of that revolution. And Rev. Aaron Cutler in his Sefer Mishnas, Rev. Aaron says that's Pshat in the Gemara Rosh Hashanah. On Rosh Hashanah, it says that we blow shoifer, it's ma'arveid the satan. It befuddles the prosecutor. What is the biggest thing? He, um, Yonatan has lawyers in his family. If the lawyer, who is a lawyer in your family? Father and brother, dad and bro. If they were the prosecuting lawyer, the biggest thing that would befuddle is if they sense the judge is on the defendant's side. You're like, it, it just it throws you off. That is like the nightmare scenario. The judge is friendly with the other side. That's a nightmare. You're in a bad, you're in a bad pickle. The Satan on Rosh Hashanah gets befuddled when we, do, when we show we're very into mitzvahs. It befuddles him. And therefore he's trying to prosecute us. All of a sudden we do shaifer twice. That throws off the Satan. Excellent. Now, Rabbi say, please listen well to the next step. Amazing Rev. Aaron Cutler. Now, there are two types of Yidin. There are Yidin, it's a certain personality. I am not saying better and worse person. There's a certain type. What I'm saying now is based on the Messias Yesharim, based on the Ramchal, Ramay Shechayim Lutzato, one of the great thinkers of the Jewish people. He says like this, please listen well. There's a certain, most guys in Waterbury do not think this way. Most of the guys here, the Messiah Shisharim calls you Shleimei Hadas. I have a fight with a friend of mine for 30 years if Shleimei Hadas are better or just different. But most guys in Waterbury do not think like this. The Messiah Shisharim calls you Shleimei Hadas. Better, more, more intelligent. To the average person, is motivated by Rosh Hashanah's coming, a Yom Adin, and they want to win the court case. So they do mitzvahs. If you show a love of mitzvahs, 
That's the way of, of that's the way of getting in. You're showing the Sias Panim favoritism to Hashem. He in turn will show you back favoritism. So most people like that. This is a cool deal. And it is true. There's a Yoyma. This does not work for a water very guy. I'm going to explain it. You might claim you're smarter. It's Machlaikis, me and a friend of mine for 30 years. The Messias Isharim says for most, most people are motivated. That's very motivating. We have something called the Yoyma Din, a day of judgment. And hey, you now you win. Show favoritism to Hashem. Show you're in Tashem. Be, be somebody who's like a Ben Tashem. He will show you back the behavior of a Ben, and you'll have favoritism. And the Satan who prosecutes, he's on your side, Hashem. So most people love that. That works. That mo- It's true. It is a truism. There's a Din, 100%. There's people called Shleme Adas that does nothing. I laugh when I think of trying to tell my children. My children, they all learned in Waterbury. They're shleme adas. It does not motivate many people. Most people are motivated by this. They're individuals. Most of them learn in whatever. It does not turn them on. It sounds like some game. So I like, I play with God over here. I get very into mitzvahs. This is like the deal over here. Wink, wink. You get really into mitzvahs. Blowing the shayfer twice in Rosh Hashanah. I get into mitzvahs. And then I'm showing favoritism to God. He winks, winks back at me. It's a cool deal. There are people that feel, so life is this like, you manipulate Hashem, so this is life. I don't want to get into this game. Now, it is true. What we just said, I promise you, is the truth. But there are people who say there's got to be more to life. That does not inspire me. So it's like some game. So, okay, everybody, it's, it's Elo. Let's work on better benching, because remember the game. If you show favor, and it is a truth. There is nothing untrue. But there are people called Shleme Hadas. They have a deeper intellect. This, most people, the masses, the Messiah Sisharim writes this. The Hamayin Am, the masses, is motivated by this. It happens to be that typically guys here don't fit the typical masses. The masses think that's amazing. You would tell someone it's like this obvious. And it's true. It's true. There's a din on Rosh Hashanah. It's true if you show favoritism to Hashem, he shows it back. And there are many yidin, rightfully, who then are more careful at mitzvahs. There's a certain type of person called Shleme Hadas. This does not turn them on. This is just not inspiring. I don't know. I can't behave like this. So, so I'm manipulating God. I want something more. I want something deeper. What in the world's going on? This just doesn't get me going. I hear, and I, by the way, it's a truth. And we all want favoritism. We need favoritism from Hashem. Who amongst us doesn't need that beautiful bracha of Yisa Hashem Panavelech? Hashem should show favoritism. But it's so uninspiring. So Yiddishkeit becomes, when, and you hear speeches about this, because it's true. But a ordinary guy listens to those speeches and yawns and says, get me out of here. Like, what? I just, I don't connect to this. I don't connect to this. They don't connect it. There's, a help, there's just a sense, so I'm manipulating. Now, by the way, by the way, that what we just described is a truth.
And a guy gets it when I don't connect with it. It's a reality of judgment. Deal with it. It's a reality. But somehow, this is like some form of a game. The Shleimei Hadas understands something deeper, my friends. And this is what they understand. This is what the Shleimei Hadas... If I could ask that there's no phones during Musafat, even though guys want to text out the Shir, this is from now till the end of the year, till after graduation, during Musafat, no phone, zero. Zero, that's what I ask. So listen to this. So the Shleimei Hadas... The people who have a shlemus, who have a certain type of mindset, what the system we just said is just something they need more. And what I want to say is like this. What? Like these are the what's, the, what's the other side? Hamoin am, the masses. The masses and the shleimei adas. The shleimei adas want to hear something more, Mendy. And what I want you all to hear is that that whole visual... It does not motivate me, so I'm going to be more careful with mitzvahs, because then I manipulate Hashem. Give me more. Give me more. Even though it's true, I need to hear. I need deeper. And what's deeper is, Rabbi say, is that our life, we are capable of a relationship to Hashem. We are capable of being banim to Hashem. All the goodness we have, some of us just played a volleyball tournament. Some of us are just thrilled. I am excited to be back in this matzah. This is surreal. To be surrounded by authentic, good people. I'm looking at the new younger light we have here. I'm looking at the B'nai Torah, the Bachram, the, the, just beautiful. It's, it's surreal. It's beautiful. And there's Hashem who put this together. This is, not a, this is not to be taken for granted. I am not saying you emotionally feel this. I am telling you I emotionally feel this. I feel like gratitude emotionally. If somebody hands you an ice cream, you feel, thank you, that's so good, and you eat the ice cream. I feel practically emotional. Somebody gave me a gift. It's called Hashem. He knows what I like, and he set it up. It's like, it's, it's just such a good feeling. We are capable. We have Hashem loves me. We're capable of feeling that practical, normal people. And we're capable of then of reciprocating. There are people in your life who won't let you give back to them. I know Rebbeim who are frustrating. You can't have a relationship. They're givers. I know Rebbeim, dorm counselors, giving type of people that it's it, people from afar want to be close to them but they're incapable of a healthy relationship. There are people, people run to, they're attractive, but you don't have a healthy relationship with them. We're drawn, and then you could watch people for 10 years, 20, 30, 40. You know why I was snicky? People actually get healthy relationships, because you can give back to him. When you thank Rai was snicky, he feels good, but he's a very normal person. A good relationship is two ways. Do you know Hashem designed, when we say Hashem loves us, that's only half the equation. Do you know He set up a system we can give back to Him? As remarkable as that seems, mitzvahs are the possibility He wants something from me. He wants something from me, my loyalty. It's not that Hashem needs it. He set up a system I can give back. I could be connected to Hashem and do something, quote unquote, for Him. There's something he demands and wants from me, mitzvahs. 
We are capable of connecting to Hashem. The connection to Hashem is chavivos ha-mitzvahs, is appreciating mitzvahs. That whole picture, my friends, of if I do Hashem's mitzvahs, and then the prosecutor, and then the prosecutor, all of a sudden has trouble prosecuting because God's on my side and it befuddles him. The masses are motivated because we are being judged and I want to win this judgment. That's quite motivating. I think everybody likes to win a judgment. And it's a truth. We're going to judgment. Think it through. There's judgment. So to many people, that's a motivator and it makes sense to be a motivator. But there are individuals who want something more. What's, what's much deeper than that is they want relationship, they want connection. We all crave in the deepest sense connection. People crave of a connection. A bacher walks in the dining room. I promise you 200 people or whatever number it was walked off the bus. A human being craves connection. The pit, epitome of bad in this world is disconnect. It is bad to be alone. Every human being craves connection. We are born for relationship. And the greatest connections we're capable of deep and profound connection and relationship. We are capable of that. Real, fulfilling relationships we're capable of. Deep and profound relationships that are satisfying that satisfy every part of our being. We're capable. We last night were defining the yeshiva. We said respect, thoughts about the next person. All those things go under the category of it's a place of connection and relationship. Another name for Torah is what? Ki lekach toiv nasati lochem. Says chazal ein toiv ela Torah. Taiv means Taira. The word good means Taira because good is connection and relationship. The world of Taira is a world of connection and relationship. Had it Hillel sum up the entirety of Taira? That's how he summed up. He taught the Ger Taira on one foot. The Ger profoundly was, was saying, sum it up. Tell me what this Sefer is. And Hillel told him it's a book of connection and relationship. That's what the whole Torah is a Sefer. It's called Taiv. It's a book of Taiv, of relationship, of connection. We are capable of connection to Hashem. When we describe that process, that the masses are motivated to get into mitzvahs, the masses are motivated by that by that fact that, hey, there's a judgment. Hey, I'm scared. Hey, if I do mitzvahs, Hashem will favor me. To many people, that's a motivator because it's true. Does that help you? Yeah, 100% for the masses. But there you heed them that it just doesn't do it, even though it's true, even though it's true. I need more in my life than that. I need, I need to hear more. I need to understand more. For those shleimei adas, the deeper point is, is that when I get into mitzvahs and celebrate mitzvahs, I've actually developed a close relationship to Hashem. The fact that there's nesiyas panim, there's favoritism, is because I've become a ben. The passageway to a close relationship to Hashem is through his mitzvahs, through in doing the mitzvahs in a happy, good way. Chavivos ha-mitzvahs. 
There's a rabbi I like a lot. He's very, very sick. I spoke to him about this, the Kalavar Rebbe. I told him I want the yeshiva to be about chaviva samitzvah, about the preciousness of a mitzvah. To do a mitzvah b'shlemus. I would rather a bachar learns less b'simcha with a chavivus, with a joy, with a geshmak, than he learns more b'atzvus, with sadness. So I want chavivus ha-mitzvah, preciousness. That a yid, simcha shal mitzvah, that he does a mitzvah with an energy, with a passion, with an optimism. He does a mitzvah with a joy. That is the path to relationship to Hashem. The path to a meaningful life. Now that's a process to understand the mitzvah. To even to understand Hashem when he asks, what does he want? What is the mitzvah saying to me? But the path to a life of connection, of relationship, to be a ben to Hashem. Now that whole visual, to shleime adas, do you understand the difference now? To the masses, so it's, it's Elul, guys, be very careful with mitzvahs. You'll then, Hashem will be, will favor you, nesiyas panim. And then when the satan, we all have averus, Hashem will show us favoritism. That is true, not to be mocked. But to the person who's what's called shleimei adas, he sees in that whole visual something deeper. I want relationship and connection. That picture itself doesn't scare me into service. It actually tells me that person even listening to that whole story. It's funny, you could say the whole story to ten people in the room. Nine people say, uh-oh, it is a din. Uh-oh, I do have some bad affairs. Okay, solution, I'm going to do mitzvahs. One guy will say in that whole equation, I'm really looking for a relationship. I'm looking for something more and deeper. And I'll say that I see in that story that you're telling me that doing mitzvahs makes you a ben Tashem. He's not motivated because he's afraid. He's actually motivated. He wants to be a ben Tashem. He wants to be a son Tashem who loves him so much, who clearly gives him a lot. He wants to behave like a son. Then it is true when I behave like a son, he treats me like a son, and it's true that I'll get. Averis, a certain Nesiyas Panif Ma'averis. But what's really motivating is he wants to be a Ben Tashem. I want a yeshiva Ravos, I want a yeshiva of relationships. I would like guys to learn B'Semcha. I want a guy to develop a love, a Cheshek for Tefillah, an appreciation and a desire and a drive for prayers, a desire for Torah, a desire for mitzvahs. It takes time. It takes intelligence. It, you can't just beat yourself up into that. If you want the service of the Hamayin Am of the masses, you could beat yourself up. I'll get in trouble, so I have no choice. But you won't. Uh, we're shooting for Avas Hashem, for relationship, for connection, for Nesiyas Panim. I'm describing the end game, the end game of Nesiyas Panim, where we show connection to Hashem and in turn feel back the relationship. Is all revolves around chavivas hamitzvus, a joy, an appreciation, a love of mitzvus. This is the target of the yeshiva, chavivas hamitzvus, an appreciation for mitzvus, a joy, a celebration of mitzvus. This is not something we could do in a second. We have to study mitzvus. We have to. We certainly loyally keep Hashem's Torah, 
But the more we study, the more we understand what's happening around the mitzvah, we can actually develop and intelligently working with ourselves. We cannot just serve Hashem out of fear, which is a good madrega, but we can have a relationship and we can be about relationship. This is what it says on Rosh Hashanah, where we blow the shoifer twice. And it's to show chavivus ha-metzvus. That's ma'arveh that befuddles the satan when we show chavivus ha-metzvus. We love and we appreciate metzvus. It's something all year round. All year round, this is an important topic. Certainly, certainly, when we think about relationship to Hashem, the topic of chavivus ha-metzvus, of celebrating a joy, an appreciation for metzvus, to do metzvus with joy, with geshmat, the Rambam and Hilchus Tshuva describe things that stop relationship to Hashem. He says mocking mitzvahs is one loyig ala mitzvahs. Mocking, making light of mitzvahs is something that stops, that stops the relationship to Hashem. There's a Pasuk in Mishle, Shleimamel, the smartest man who ever lived. He says, Yeroa mitzvah hu Yeshulam. Somebody who reveres a mitzvah, who shows respect to a mitzvah hu Yeshulam, will be completed. The mitzvah will impact him. Mitzvahs have the possibility to bring us close to Hashem, but again, it depends how we perform the mitzvah. We could do the mitzvah as it checks, checks and X's as, uh-oh, I don't want to be punished. I want to be a good boy, not a bad boy. There's such a performance of mitzvahs. And we could bench because we don't want to be patched. There's such a thing. And many people in the world are motivated by that. And then there are those that aren't. They usually end up here. They're called shleimei hadas. And those people, it's just not very motivating. Good boy, bad boy. I want more than that. I want more. And what's more is relationship. I want to be close. I want to develop a relationship. And when the best way to develop a relationship, the only way, is doing Hashem's mitzvahs, doing His commands with joy, with appreciation. This is something that I want to become something that we think about in our lives. Doing mitzvahs with, 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 with thought. Doing mitzvahs with a certain clarity, with loyalty. Doing mitzvahs in a way that promote relationship and connection. I choose to do what you say. Yeshiva is a funny place that you're not punished for missing prayers. Why is there no detention here? Why is there no punishment for missing prayers? Why is there no incentives in Waterbury? What a weird place. Why don't we pay the 10th graders to all put on tefillin? If anybody tries it, you're going to contend with me. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Don't pay. You're not allowed. It's a taisvis in Rosh Hashanah. You're not allowed, if you pay a 10th grader to put on tefillin, you are doing something bad. It is usher to do. You're not allowed to do it. You're not allowed. Because the, you're teaching him, you're cheapening the mitzvah. He should pay you to put on tefillin. If a 10th grader wants to put on tefillin, I'll, I'll hold this tefillin, pay me, buddy. Because you're lucky. I want that 10th grader to know you're lucky to put on tefillin. Asher Kedeshanu B'mitzvah You're lucky to do Hashem's will. I want him to appreciate it. I'm not paying him to put on to. I want him to appreciate tefillin. When are you allowed to do incentives? If a guy, I give incentives to myself all the time. If I'm a good boy and I do things that I like, I give myself gifts. So I'm being a hypocrite. To the 10th grader, I say you're not allowed to do incentives. And then, Kalish, yourself, you do 
incentives. I incentivize myself. And the word is, my friends, that if somebody would do it anyway, if I can't get myself the incentive, I make deals with myself. So I say, Kalish, you do this, and I'll buy myself a gift. Let's say I can't get a hold of the gift. I never regret it. I want to do it. The incentive is to help me. I'm very disorganized. I lose focus easily. So the incentive is just helping me to do what I plan on doing, what I want to do. Taisvis says if the person will be excited, they did it. Even if they don't get their gift, you're allowed to do incentives. Says Taisvis, though, if they'll regret, if they'll regret it when they don't get the incentive, you're not allowed to do an incentive. Valach is a guy, is not allowed to give tzedakah with ulterior motives. I'm only giving tzedakah because I want, you know, they have like kupat ha'ir, give tzedakah, whatever you want will happen. So a yid is allowed to do that because even if it doesn't happen, you don't say, shucks, I gave the money. You really, by the way, by the way, somebody gives the kupat ha'ir a lot of money and then they do it because they think this will guarantee a certain outcome. And when it doesn't come, they're mad, they gave the money. It was absolutely forbidden to give the money on that thought. It's awesome. You're not allowed to do that. This is precisely the point. If you want to give money, but it's hard to part. So you say, Hashem, I'm, I'm like incentivizing myself. But even if the incentive doesn't come, I'm so happy I gave tzedakah, you're allowed to do it. Taisvis says a yid could give money with an incentive because he's happy to give it. A guy who's going to regret he gave it's not allowed to do it. You're not allowed. And the point is that you have to ask yourself, does the person want to do it? The person telling you they want to do it. If a bacher with the dorm counselors, I want to do incentive, they should learn from 4.30 to 6. Because they all tell me, I want to learn. Oh, you want to learn? Let's make an incentive. If you don't get your incentive, let's say we just can't raise the money, you say, shoot, I'm happy I learned. The incentive was just to help get me to do it. Then you're allowed to do incentives. If you're not going to be happy, if you don't get it, you don't learn to make a dollar, you don't put on tefillin for a buck, that's an insult to tefillin. That's what Taisvis says. So Rabbi said, the goal of our year, one of the great goals is to do mitzvahs with joy, besemcha, to develop, that doesn't come in one minute, to develop a cheshik and a joy. I want to ask each guy, we all are going to make our own schedules. There are guys here that are dorm counselors, staff, 13th grade, 12th grade, all different grades, all different stages, me and you. I want a guy to build the day that he enjoys, that he could celebrate. I want you to develop a chaviva samitzis, a joy for learning. You do it by making a good schedule, eating properly, the proper outlets in your day, and develop a day that you enjoy, that you appreciate. I want to develop that I'm into prayers. We certainly have many things we do, even though we don't feel it, that's for sure. But I want to cultivate and develop Simcha Shal Mitzvah. This attitude that's Ma'arve Vasatan, that befuddles the Satan, that befuddles the prosecutor, that I'm into mitzvahs, that I'm excited. I want to produce a Ben Torah who's fired up about Torah and mitzvahs, who has a Cheshek and a Chiyas in Torah and mitzvahs. We have a visual. We're very, very not molders. I don't care what profession you go into, lawyer, doctor, rav. I, I don't think about the profession a guy coming from this yeshiva goes into. I don't, we're not, we don't have a political, I don't say what political, I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, Gimel or Dalit if you're in Eretz Israel. I'm not into a political party. And I don't have a visual. What we want in yeshiva is a yidu as simcha shal mitzvah. 
who joyously serves Hashem. What I pride, there were 85 guys graduated last year, one after another has a semch, has a joy in service. They're at very different levels, but the whole yeshiva is striving to produce a Ben Torah who's excited about Yiddishkeit. Who has, it's, it's meaningful, it's important. I could say, and there are guys here who can back me up or argue on me, and I want the truth, what I would say I'm proud of the 85 seniors who graduated last year is one after another after another, the outcome of the yeshivas, they're excited about service of Hashem. And each one, there are obstacles and difficulties and different places and a continuous life's mission of embracing, of doing, but there's an excitement to avoid this Hashem. Prayer is positive. Torah, tefillah, mitzvah, simcha shel mitzvah. This picture of the Gemara Rosh Hashanah that befuddles the Satan is a very important visual, guys. This is not just a manipulation. It's actually a deep, profound goal of Nesiyas Panim, of somebody who's like close to Hashem. He's showing favoritism to Hashem, and Hashem shows favoritism back. It's not simply a manipulation. It's a relationship. The manipulation's only a visual for the deeper person of the relationship we're capable of. It's funny, the shallower person sees, hey, I can manipulate God, and it's true, and gets busy with it. The deeper person says, I'm not worried about the manipulation. The fact that that works says, hey, he's just craving relationship. He's not about manipulations and that. That's not what he's about. He, in the fact that it works, said, hey, I discovered something deeper. You could actually be close to Hashem. You could have yis nesiyas panim to Hashem, and he'll in turn have nesiyas panim back to us. That's motivating. It is possible to show favoritism to Hashem, to show a certain love and to express and feel Hashem received your love. And in turn, he reciprocates love back. That is a possible outcome of a person. Obviously, a person has to build. What I call that is a person who has chavivus ha-mitzvahs, an appreciation for mitzvahs. Now, that's something to build. That's a construction. That's not there because we want it in a second. It's certainly the visual of it. On day one, we're sitting down today studying Torah. I want every guy here to have that picture of what can be. A picture of Nesiyas Panim. He's close to Hashem. He's excited about the mitzvahs of Hashem. He's excited to bench. It's exciting. Nesiyas Panim, relationship, and he benches Gishmak. He thanks Hashem. And that person with that Nesiyas Panim to Hashem, Hashem in turn shows back in Nesiyas Panim, Yisa Hashem Panim Elecha. So I want us all to be aware of that type of Yid. It's my target that me and you become working our way towards being that type of Yid. That's what I wanted to share with the Hevra. I hope, Ez Hashem, if it wasn't completely clear, we have a year together we're going to learn to give the normal schedule, Rabbi Say. The normal schedule is with Avni Mencha 305 and then this Musarvad will be 3.30 right after Mincha. That is the normal schedule. Then after 3.30, at 4.30 for the 12th and 13th graders, there's the VE program. That those who want to join this year, we're doing two, two businesses. That's going to be 4.30 to 5.30. Sometimes 4.30 to 6. 